Hey guys, it's time for Nina's Got Good News. Nina's a former TV news gal who used to share all the news. Now, as a mom and small businesswoman, she wants to share only the good stuff. It's time to brighten your day. So here's your host, Nina B. Clark. Hi everyone, how are you? We're dancing around the studio today. This is Nina Clark, your host of Nina's Got Good News. We are rolling, the mics are working. This is so awesome. Welcome back, everyone. First of all, I just want to say thank you so much for all your support. I'm so grateful. This is a movement to share good news, and we are growing every single week with a new episode on iTunes. Thanks to all of you out there. Today, in podcast number 41, I can't believe we've made it this far. I'm not sure how we made it this far, but we did. We're going to be talking about food today. This episode might actually make me hungry. It might make all of us hungry. But the good news is that this food that we're going to focus on today is healthy for us. We are talking about, this is the kind of stuff that I love talking about, healthy food. So joining me from California is a successful entrepreneur in the food space. His product just debuted in February. So it's basically brand new. It is called Right Rice. It is a right rice alternative, very healthy, made with vegetables. My whole family loves it. And the CEO of Right Rice, Keith Belling, is here with us now from San Francisco. Welcome to the podcast, Keith. How are you? I'm great, Nina. Good morning. Well, thanks, thanks for, for joining us. Have you ever done a podcast before? I have not. This is my first. Oh, my gosh. I love that. Yes. It's like your podcast debut. And, of course, you picked a good news podcast to talk about Right Rice. But tell us a little bit about yourself, Keith. What's your background? Because I've loved researching everything about you. So tell us about yourself. So let's see. Um, I'm a native of the Bay Area. So I grew up in the San Francisco Bay Area and never left. And... um, and, you know, look, as, as far as sort of my life and career has been all about, um, I decided in an early age that I would be an entrepreneur, which was basically my way of making myself unemployable. <laughs> and, um, and, and, I, and I've just found it's been really interesting working on a variety of businesses over the years that, as a rule, tended to be something that I'm passionate about. Tell us, you were the former CEO of Pop Chips, and this whole, the whole idea behind Pop Chips was that you wanted to create a healthier chip. I personally love pop chips. I know my producer here, Dan Ball at Quinnipiac University, is also a big fan. I think every college kid is a big fan of chips, but especially healthy chips. Tell us about the phenomenon behind pop chips and why you started that. Sure. So, um, look, just as I said, what I've done as an entrepreneur has tended to come from some sort of a personal need and passion. In the case of pop chips, I was um, I found myself eating too many bags of Doritos. And uh, as much as I loved them, I knew there had to be something better and healthier out there. So being an entrepreneur and really probably not knowing any better, I, I went into the snack aisle, did lots of research, which is always fun, and, and started looking at what the alternatives were. And, and there really weren't any good-tasting uh, healthier potato chips at that point. And I started looking around and, again, doing lots of research, trying lots of different things. And ultimately, I ended up uh, with a partner buying a rice cake manufacturing business that was based in Southern California. And uh, we, we took that business and used it as a platform to, uh, to, to, to create pop chips as a, both a product and, you know, and, and as a manufacturing, as a plant for us to, uh, to, 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 to make the product and then build the distribution around it. And it was, a, it was a really fun sort of project to dive into. It was a wide-open category today. You know, when you walk into the snack aisle, it's just full of lots of healthier, better-for-you chips. So we like to think we're really out at the forefront of creating what is today that better-for-you snacking market. But at the time, 
the only options in the snack food world were um, fried chips and baked chips. And it was really clear to people um, as consumers that fried chips were great tasting but really unhealthy and that baked chips, you know, they were a lot healthier, but they just didn't taste very good. And most people admitted they ate them by default. So I spent some time thinking about it. And, and when we bought this rice cake manufacturing plant, sort of found that there was an opportunity to create a popped potato chip, which really, in effect, gave us a new paradigm shift because the whole key to that marketplace was finding something that was healthier and still tasted good. And as I, as I, as I remember, I realized that if, if Frito-Lay couldn't come up with a healthy fried chip or a better tasting baked chip, we certainly weren't going to be able to. So it was really important to find that insight that, that we could have with a popped potato chip that gave people at least that perception of a healthier, good tasting product. Well, now, congrats on the pop chips. So good good kudos for you on that one. But let's move on to your latest product now that you've moved away from pop chips. And now you're kind of launching this war on rice, so to speak, right? Luckily, there's this low-carb craze out there, which is which is so good. My husband does keto, so we, we know all about the low-carb craze. My whole family is really liking right rice, so thank you again for inventing this. So give us a little bit more information about right rice how did you come up with this idea well just like pop chips it really came from a personal passion i I, i've always loved rice um i've been eating rice forever and it's one of my favorite foods but in the recent years i found myself eating a lot less rice than i used to and for the same reasons as most people um you know empty calories and lots of carbs and i had tried cauliflower rice and some of the other products on the market and that really that really didn't do it for me. I didn't find it gave me the sort of taste and texture of rice that I was looking for and, you know, why rice is one of the most beloved foods in the world, right, across every culture. So um, I, I saw an opportunity in the same thing, sort of much like, like pop chips. You know, I wanted to find, um, you know, a, a, was there a way to create a rice that was, that was, that was you know, a little bit more nutritious? So, again, I, we love rice. It, it isn't a war in rice at all. It's really just we love rice. And we just wanted to see if we could make it a little bit healthier and, and more nutritious. Now, how long did it take from, so you, you have this idea, right? You have this idea, you see the need for it. So how long did it take from the idea to actually getting it onto the store shelf? It's funny, it seems to me like it took forever. Uh, most people can't believe we did it so fast. But it was sort of 18 to 24 months from the first time the, the, the spark of the idea, you know, really came up. And I started focusing on it until we had it in the stores. And who were your taste testers? Because you wanted to make sure that this rice, this new healthy vegetable-based rice, you wanted to make sure it actually tasted good. And thank, thank, thank you for making it taste good so my whole family will eat it. But so who, who were your taste testers to make sure that it was actually yummy? Well, you know, you're 100% right. It, it's all about taste because as I learned with pop chips and, and, and with right rice, no matter how nutritious something is, if it doesn't taste really good, no one's going to eat it. So it really was about taste and texture and, and appearance and just making sure we could deliver on that. So we had a small group of people, um, you know, folks with really good palates, um, some people that were, you know, going to be involved with the company, which was great, and then a couple of outsiders who I, again, trusted their palate. Um, and we, we would get together from time to time and circulate a product as it was developed and, you know, until we came up with just that right balance that delivered, again, on something that was, you know, really was delicious, but also hit sort of the nutritious and, as we like to say, easy to cook. Yeah, it is easy. Even 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 I can do it, and I'm really a terrible cook. So, thank you also for making it um, good for me to do in ten minutes. So, Keith, why is this rice better for you? What makes it healthier? 
Well, again, starting with taste, and then we went to nutrition, and when we were developing the product, and what I wanted to do is blend together nutritious vegetables into a hard grain of rice. So again, what we didn't want was something that was sort of riced vegetables like cauliflower rice. Um, We wanted to have something that was a hard grain, shelf-stable, that would go in the rice aisle. And as we were developing that, we we tried different blends of um, different blends of vegetables to to come up with just that right taste, texture, and nutrition. And our goal for the product was to have a high level of fiber, a high level of protein, um, and, and and a lot lower carbs. And we hit we hit the nail right in the head with what our goals were. We have 10 grams of protein per serving, and not only is it 10 grams of protein, it's actually 10 grams of complete protein. So we have this blend of ingredients that includes lentils and and um, chickpeas and green peas and rice. And the proteins from the lentils and the amino acids from the rice actually create a complete protein, which is a much more digestible, high-quality protein. So we have 10 grams of complete protein, 5 grams of fiber. Um, in terms of net carbs, we ended up with about a, almost 40% less net carbs than, uh, than regular white rice and, um, and a low glycemic index. So those were kind of all the marks we wanted to hit, and, and happy to say we, you, you know, we really hit them all. So one of the one of the elements of your story of your product that I'm totally fascinated by is that Right Rice was one of the first brands ever to launch nationally in collaboration with both Whole Foods and Amazon. So why did you decide to do that? Well, it wasn't so much why did I decide to do it. When I when I first was putting the concept together and thinking about going to market, um, I sort of had you know one of those crazy dreams that wouldn't it be great to be one of the case studies of. Whole Foods and Amazon launching a brand together. They had actually never done that, from what I had understood. And um, so it was a little bit of a crazy dream. Uh, a lot of people told me it would never happen, and I just thought, okay, let's 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 see what happens. And like anything else, right? You you just put your head down and work at it, and and uh, sometimes things work out well. But in this case, we we had to you know go down both paths completely independently. You know, we had met with Whole Foods, they had a terrific buyer who loved the product and was really interested in, in launching us nationally. And then completely separately, we met with the Amazon team several times, and they likewise liked the product and wanted to do something special with us. And as we were getting closer to launch, um, you know, we it, it was it was really great. We ended up getting everybody aligned and, and working together to collaborate. Um, um, you know, all in a room together and thinking about how we how we build a how we build a business and the brand together. And another thing that I think is really cool and. Um, obviously helpful to you is that you've gotten a lot of celebrities to invest in this product with you. And some of the celebrities that invested include Chris Jenner, Molly Sims. How did you do that, Keith? Because I think a lot of people probably would love to be able to do that, but how did you do it? Well, I, look, at the end of the day, it really starts with having a compelling product and an opportunity. I mean, folks like Chris or, you know, Carly Kloss or Ashley Graham, you know, and Molly, um, Jillian Michaels. I mean, we got a really great group of folks. Um, they see just so many different opportunities on the marketplace, and and look at, at some level, having you know had some success with Pop Chip, certainly added some credibility to starting the story and got us an audience with some of these folks. But at the end of the day, they had to love the product and the opportunity. And and one of my favorite things was meeting with each and every one of them, sometimes multiple times. You know, making right rice for them, sitting down, talking about the vision and the product, and and they got engaged with it. And and if you look kind of across the group of investors we got, I I really think of them less as celebrities and more as you know sort of you know successful business people and influencers who are really you know 
helpful to us as we think about how to build this business and the brand. Because every one of the people you mentioned, you know, really has their own business and brand that they've created quite successfully. So we're excited to have people like that as investors. Yeah, and what role are influencers playing in your strategy? Because I know you have a you guys have a really big presence on Instagram and you're obviously, you know, connecting with some of these celebrities, but what role are the influencers playing in your strategy? Well, if I if I if I think about the influencers more broadly than some of our investors, which is obviously how I think about influencers, I mean, a small subset of them are the people that are investors. But influencers in general, just you know, as as you know, Nina plays a big part in the marketplace today in building brands. Um, you know, it's it, it's very integrated in a part of social media. You know, when I launched Pop Chips, you know, social media was was a was a fraction of what it is today. I remember um, early on in our process, Ashton Kutcher and Larry King were having a contest who could get to the first million Twitter followers, and that was big news. Um, so social media was really just you know coming into its own. And and today, you know, obviously, it's how brands are built, and 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 having you know sort of building a presence on social media is how people learn about products. And people people pay attention to influencers. They look what other people that they. Uh, sort of look to and admire and respect um, are doing. So, so we look at influencers a way really to introduce you know right rice to to consumers. Yeah, I love that. It's so cool. I'm like because I'm so into Instagram, it's my jam. So, I think it's really awesome that you you guys are um, really getting it out there on 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 the gram, as I say. So obviously, Keith, this hasn't been all you know rosy rainbows and unicorns, as we say. You've, this probably hasn't been the easiest journey, even though it only, like you said, took 18 to 24 months. So, But what has been the biggest challenge for Right Rice, and how have you overcome that challenge? Because I think as the CEO, you probably have some really good advice for people just about the whole challenges that you might be facing. So, um, you know, look, when you're building a business like this, it just starts at the very beginning with the product. And I would actually say the biggest challenge was getting the product you know, just right, and really having something that we were excited about and we think delivered again on, you know, delicious, nutritious, and easy to cook. And and it was really hard to do. I mean, we went back and forth many times on, you know, variations and formulations to get it, you know, so it was just right. Um, and 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 it's really hard to do. You know, you're working with manufacturing facilities and trial runs and, you know, you're trying different products and ingredients and you're, you're waiting to get the product and then you're cooking it and you're, Giving it to your small group of people who are, you know, testing it out for you, you know, it's it's it takes a lot of time and it's definitely stressful. Um, but you know, when you get it, it's exciting. And and we were really jazzed when we, you know, when we got that batch that we all tried and we said, oh god, this this really hits on on all the notes. So that's you know that's really where it starts. And you know, given that we've just launched two months ago. Um, you know, it's, it's it's hard to talk about, you know, too many challenges. I'm sure we have a lot of them in front of us. But, look, the biggest challenge now, frankly, is, you know, as I like to say, it's a lot of work to create a great product. It's a lot of work to get on the shelf of a great retailer. You know, Whole Foods is, you know, just an amazing partner. And as is Amazon, we're excited to be on the shelves. But we're sort of safely at the starting line, I like to say. So all the work that you've done to get to where we are is the beginning. And now the real challenge is how do we introduce the product to other people? How do we share it? How do we get people to try it and, and, and then share it with their friends? Because that's how brands like this are built today. Yeah, and hopefully hopefully through Instagram and podcasts and all your celebrity investors. I mean, I know that I first heard about Right Rice from Molly Sims' Instagram. So whatever whatever you guys are doing, it's clearly working. But Keith, what's your best advice to the entrepreneurs out there who might be listening? Say they have an idea for something. What would your best tip be for them? 
You know, it's um, what, what I always think about is, you know, that you have to follow your passion. You have to do something you really love and believe in. It, at the end of the day, I mean, you asked about the challenges. Nothing is as easy as you think it's going to be. Nothing is linear. Um, I've talked to some of the most successful entrepreneurs who had amazing exits, and to a person, everyone remarks about what a roller coaster it was, and the you know the ups and the downs and the challenges. And and if you don't have that passion and real love for what you're doing, it's going to be really hard to sort of you know navigate those that that roller coaster. So I think that's always the most important thing is do something you love and something you believe in, and and then you know look find a balance in your life. Um, I'm, I, I'm not so good at practicing what I preach all the time. Um, but, but at the end of the day, you know, you, your business isn't everything and you have to have, you know, find times to enjoy the other people and things in your life and, and be present and, you know, save that focus um, when you need it for your business. Oh, that's great advice. Well, thank you for sharing that, Keith, because I'm sure it's really helpful to people listening. So what's next for Right Rice, Keith? Are more flavors coming or what's next? We have currently there's four flavors. My favorite, my my daughter's favorite is Spanish. So thank you for having a variety, the four different flavors. But what's next for Right Rice? More flavors or what else? Well, tell your daughter she has good taste. Um, <laughs> I know, will. Spanish is definitely one of the favorites. I, I, I you know, I, my, it's like your children, they change for me all the time, but mine tends to be lemon pepper. Um, but it's fun. That's been the fun thing about having this line of flavors is everybody seems to have a favorite, which is really terrific. Um, as to what's next, look, it's been, it's just been two months. I mean, we launched just eight weeks ago and uh, our heads are down, focused on, you know, what's really in front of us right now. So we're not thinking too much about what's next, but, but, but we're at the same time, obviously thinking ahead. And, and this is about creating a platform and something exciting. So we, we do have some innovation that we're working on, but, you know, we're still, you know, you know, getting this, this great product out into people's hands or into their bowls, I should say. Okay. Well, hopefully, hopefully, maybe you'll you'll let us know if more flavors are coming down the road. We'll we'll be following you guys. We'll be stalking your Instagram for for new developments. But how did you make it so that kids that this would actually be tasty for kids? Because can I just tell you how picky kids are? <laughs> they are all so picky. So I'm just curious how you did this so that kids would actually like it. And kudos, by the way, because it means they're eating more vegetables. So thank you as a mother. Thank you. Yeah, well, no, thank you, Nina. It's so fun to hear that because one of the best surprises has been the number of, of messages I've gotten from moms who said, you know, my picky, you know, Jonathan just won't eat anything. You know, he's four or three or seven, and, you know, and he loves white rice, and they sort of laugh and say, and, and he or she doesn't know they're eating vegetables. Um, so, look, it, it just comes back to taste and texture. Um, at the end of the day, I mean, again, rice is a product that everybody loves, and it's something that, you know, kids in particular really have always liked, and it takes on, you know, it's like a chameleon, right? It takes on the flavor of, of, you know, however it's seasoned. So kids really like it. And and I think we hopefully just happen to create flavors that are, you know, that taste really good and appeal, you know, to, to kids as well as to adults. It's, it's kind of funny when I when I launched Pop Chips, one of the real questions we had is how we were going to deal with the kids market, because a lot of kids really like Pop Chips. And I, and I used to say that, you know, one of my snacks I really admired was Pirate's Booty, and Pirate's Booty was a kid snack that adults like to eat. And and I remember thinking, okay, you know, Pop Chips is going to be an adult snack that kids like to eat, because we really didn't want it to be, you know, thought of as a kid snack. And um, 
And in the case of white rice, it's it's more like pop chips. You know, it's like an adult. It's 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 like a product we've created for adults. But given the way rice is is consumed in families and what moms are looking for, especially with the ease of cooking, like you said, it's you know it's like ten to twelve minutes to make, and uh, you know it's it's it, you, you just can't mess it up if you follow the instructions. Like I'm, I'm probably like you, I'm not the best at cooks, which is nice. That's something you can't mess up. I know. But, thank but, you. Thank you for thinking of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it was it was it was me personally as well. But but the kids really liked it just because the taste and texture, right? And it blends well with other foods. You know, it looks good. You know, it doesn't look like you're eating rice. It doesn't look or taste like you're eating rice vegetables or anything like that. So it has just been something that, you know, kids have just liked, and it's been one of those things that you know will hopefully be great for the growth of the brand. Yeah. Well, what's next for you, Keith, as the CEO and the entrepreneur that you are? What's next for you? <laughs> I bet you have like 10 other ideas waiting, right? You know, I don't. I don't. I'm really, you know, again, it's just been a couple of months. My head's down. I'm really focused on building something special here. So uh, so even if ideas sort of manage to sort of make their way, you know, into my uh into my mind, I'm 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 just going to stay focused on right rice. I you know I have a couple of things like I think I told you I'm I've been involved with Restoration Hardware for about 20 years and I'm on the board, and it's great to be involved with a few businesses like that where you get to sort of you know see other really compelling brands and businesses and you know I'm in a place where I can learn quite a bit from being involved with a company like that. But as far as for me personally, it's all about right rice. Yeah, I love that. Well. Tell everyone how to find you guys on Instagram, Keith, because the gram is our jam here on the podcast. So we all want to follow this journey. So what is your handle on Instagram? Oh, thank you. It's just at Right Rice. Yeah. Or I-G-H-T-R-I-C-E. So instead of wrong, right. So at Right Rice on Instagram. Okay, great. Well, everyone needs to follow this and order it on Amazon if you don't have a Whole Foods. Luckily for me in Connecticut, there are many Whole Foods. So I can go shop away and buy all the right rice. And I actually did go the other day and they were almost sold out of Spanish. So Ooh, just so you know, you. Keith, there seems to be a run on the Spanish. It might just be because of my daughter, but I, obviously <laughs> there's some other fans out there. But thank you so much, Keith. We are so excited about this product and really great job to you. I just want to say you're really someone that is inspiring all of us and you just I love that you have these ideas and you make it happen and I think that's really cool. So good for you and congratulations on all the success that you're already having and I can't wait to see what what what's what else is to come. Well, again, thanks Dean. I appreciate you having me on the show and uh, happy to do my first podcast with you. I know, it's so fun. Do you think you survived? <laughs> you think I, you did I, okay? <laughs> I did. Well, I know you'll tell me if I did okay, but I definitely survived. You are awesome. Well, thank you again, Keith. Thanks so much. Thank you all for listening. I'm so grateful for all of you out there. I know that I would never be here without all of you supporting me and inspiring me to be a kinder, better person every single day. Stay tuned for next week's podcast. Remember, you can always find me on iTunes. Please be sure to subscribe and rate and review my podcast too. And a special shout out please share this podcast with a friend. If you know someone who eats healthy, please share this episode with a friend. Sharing is caring. I teach my kids all the time about sharing, and we're going to talk about it all the time now on the podcast. Share this episode with a friend. The mission of this podcast is to get better together as a community right here in the audio space. For now, I am your host, Nina Clark. Remember, as I said, the gram is my jam, so please follow me on Instagram and follow Right Rice on Instagram as well. Thank you again for listening, and let's keep being awesome. Awesome.